It's, it's basically a PS4. PS4, yeah, you mean? you know, it's like, it's, it's fine. It's fine, it's not the best, it's fine, <laughs> you can live with it. You can live with it, it does what you want. Every now and again it's, you know, underperformed slightly, but it's yeah. fine really. Yeah, it, it, it does the job. It does the job. It does, yeah. you know, you plug it in, you, you, you press the buttons and things happen. Yeah. Good evening, it's 6.52 and welcome to the Sleepy Time New Zealand podcast. You're joined by an Emmy, my name is Abe Foster. No, it's not, it's the Overcast Gamer. Welcome back to the <laughs> Overcast Gamer show. Uh, we are recording in the evening, which is why everyone's a little bit, little bit, you know, the energy's a little bit down. Nice uh, sultry we... voice though, Abe. It was, mm-hmm. it was very Radio New Zealand. <laughs> oh, and it's, uh, it's 10.52pm uh, and yeah. my name is Kim Hill. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Concert <laughs> FM. Yeah. This Ding. evening we're going to be listening to a suite of Chopin, followed by <laughs> some Bach, <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. We, Who, are we, we, Who are you guys? Who uh, are you guys? I'm Regan Harper. I'm also here, and <laughs> well, I'm, I thought you were going to say you're Regan Harper as well. Um, I am. Damn. No, that that's Regan Harper. I'm Regan Harper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm about to have Valentine, and yes, yeah, tired. Yeah, it we're, is we're evening time. We're recording this one a wee bit late uh, due to you know. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was hungover. Uh, so there you go. Mm, that's yep. uh, it's that's, all that's kind of the long and short of it, really, wasn't it? it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, had a, had a massive going away party for a for a good friend and flatmate uh, who is now off in China, and it got uh, got pretty messy. So you know. That's what happens when you're mid to late twenties, and you, <laughs> you know, just let loose. So yeah. there you go. No, good on you, Abe. Like, I Thank mean, you. you know, you got to do that from time to time, and it sounds yeah. like it was a good shindig. So it was. It was great. It was, mm. it was fantastic. Uh, fantastic way to, to see her off. Uh, but what have you guys been playing, or is there anything funky, interesting, or incredibly <laughs> mundane? Funky. Um, I can't. I can't. Uh, honestly, my life is is pretty devoid of funk at the moment. I would yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, that's both a good and bad thing, I suppose, depending on how you interpret funk. Mm. Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I do enjoy a bit of Motown. Um, so <laughs> nice. you know, nice. yeah, Motor City. But, yeah, yeah, big time. Um, what about you, Bell? Is there anything? What's been going on with you? Not a lot. No. Not a lot. No. Trying to keep myself alert with this bottle of coke that i obtained i I saw you with that i was kind of because i mean it's in a plastic bottle and the vending machine here does not serve plastic bottle cokes does cans does cans so what what's up with that i took it i took this bottle (laughs) it doesn't belong to me but i'm drinking it um the only thing better than free coke is free coke that was obtained via ill-gotten means Mm. um (laughs) You know this is going to be played back in a court of law. Yeah, everything <laughs> well, you, you know, do and say here. Come is... at me, Microsoft. The bottle belongs to Microsoft. <laughs> I'm not there you kidding. Go. You've got to explain this. Uh, uh, yeah, it's um, there was like a I don't know a conference or a course or something sponsored by Microsoft, and they supplied beverages. Um, and part one has taken place, but part two has not yet. So all the remaining beverages would be reserved for part two. 
Um, oh, I see. So this is one of the beverages that belongs to Microsoft that is for part two of the conference. Uh, and they were all left on my desk. So um, basically these were entrusted to your desk for safekeeping until this conference happens and... But why my desk? I'm the one with the problem with these drinks. So, I suppose you know, if I, they're on your desk. I did advise yeah. the person who put them there that I made no promises that when they returned, everything would still be there. I think I as think long as they you've thought given them... I was joking, mm. but I did advise them ahead of time <laughs> that I your, made your no Pope promises. Your British humour just, <laughs> just assumed exactly. you know, they, they couldn't tell. I mean, yeah. Regan, you saw the pile before we came in here. Like, I, do you think he's? Do you think it's going to be noticed? Like, no, it's honestly, a, it's, a, it's a big fucking pile. And the thing about those those conferences, anyway. Way is that like they'll they will put that they'll take that pile and they'll put it on you know the the, the long table covered in a sheet of paper that's for all the food and drinks and things and people will probably not consume all of the drinks anyway mm. so like yeah i'm okay with it and this isn't you know this is just the latest in the long line of coca-cola things that i've acquired <laughs> um do you guys know uh, when Fix, the Fix that used to be what, Starmart or something, and then yeah, they yeah, rebranded yeah. to the Fix, um, every now and again they do those promotions where get two big bottles of Coke for $7 and you get a like glass, like a themed, like they did one for the Olympics, they've got one at the moment where it's a, it's a Coke glass, the size and shape and the design and everything embossed on it of a Coke can, but it's That's a glass cool. to put, yeah, it is cool, I wanted one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've got like an Olympics one as well and, and a few others. Um, and frequently they do these things and Kyle and I collect them. Kyle legitimately goes in and buys two, two bottles of Coke. Wow. Um, and, you know, gets a glass. And while he's, I mean, he's, he's an unwitting accomplice, really. He's not deliberately about to, like, distracting the person behind the counter while I take yet? them. <laughs> it, wow. just, it just happens. Um, There's a difference between like grabbing a bottle of Coke that someone left on your desk. And just shoplifting. And just you can't <laughs> shoplift something that's free. It's the Southampton and It's free. And it is. It's free. The sign it, says no, free. Yeah, but you need to buy the Coke first. But it doesn't say that. It says the sign is free <laughs> when a purchase of two or more bottles is made. It doesn't yeah, say so, buy you. Kyle's making the purchase <laughs> oh of two God. bottles. Oh, you're, I you're am taking the glass. There, mate. That's not going to hold up. <laughs> nah, to be honest, I, I think you could probably get away with arguing that if yeah. you if you needed to, but it, but I won't ever need to because this isn't going any further than this. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. Aside from the fact that it's going on the internet, did it? Well, did it actually happen, or again, is it just my you know? Is it just you? Is it like, just my brand of humour? Yeah, true, true. We will <laughs> we'll probably never know. It's a good story though. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. caveat this with I'll show uh, you my glasses and it, yeah. Yeah. I'll show you my alleged glass collection next time you're over. I suppose <laughs> it's like, you know, uh Sylvester Stallone won a bunch of like um boxing fights in the Rocky films, but you know, he never actually mm. fought anyone, mm. you know? So it's a similar situation. Yeah. Fiction. Fiction. Um just, good. Just, uh, time coding that. Balthazar's alleged <laughs> <laughs> nice one <laughs> all right um what have you guys been playing because i i haven't been playing a huge amount just pray i'm up to 29 hours into pray and cool. it's still chugging along and i'm still loving it so i don't really have much more to say except it's a great game is it like is it keeping like obviously it's keeping you engaged in a certain way is like is it is it the story is it the mechanic because they make like, the gameplay loops seem all pretty straightforward and things like yeah what do you what do, what do you think it is that's that's capturing you? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it's the the simplicity of it, the not be not feeling like I'm uh, 
you know, an overpowered badass and completely the opposite, actually. I'm mm. out of ammo 99% of the time in that game, so I'm constantly having to avoid a lot of the critters, which I actually quite like. I, I like having to just, you know, evade people and um, mm. not confront them face on, uh, generally, most of the time anyway. And, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it's it's a blend of the story and just really well-designed gameplay loops, to be honest. Mm. I think, yeah, the, the weapons are really cool. The glue the glue gun or whatever it's called, glue cannon or something, is one of my favourite weapons and games in years, I think. I think it's a fantastic uh, idea to make a, a, you know, a gun that can be used as a platforming device it's as well. So, it's, it's so great. random. Like, did they... Did they explain that in in terms of like what it was used for? Because you're you're in like a big fucking spaceship. I'd assume it's used to patch holes Space or something. Yeah, yeah. Repairs. Oh, really? So like, oh, there's I'd there's assume. a fucking hole in the wall. Just shoot at it with the glue gun. Like, yeah, probably. pretty much. It's sort of just like a you know like a, a glue gun here, really. Like a you know um one of those big glue guns <laughs> that they'll seal up something with or. Uh, just seals cracks and you can you can shoot it into electrical outlets and it stops the electric stuff coming out and zapping you and things like that it's like an all-purpose type um, gun. fixing thing yeah, yeah yeah fixing utility i guess um but yeah not too much more to say about prey go out and buy it because it's great you mm. said you're at 29 hours now is that yep. aside from the uh, really unfortunately timed hard crash on the stream has <laughs> that is that still the only time that's happened it's held up other than that uh let me think no it did freeze one other time actually recently in my in my more recent bashes on it uh it d- yeah it did it did hard freeze and that was that was a bugger so we've had two of those so far but still mm. that's not too bad no like, i remember back hours. in you know two years ago or so every second game releasing on ps4 was hard crashing every <laughs> hour yeah, kind of thing yeah, so the, the days of uh, assassin's creed um, unity <laughs> i think is when that started up yeah mm. bollocks yeah, welcome uh, to the PS4 bashing podcast. This is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about poor optimization by developers here, not the yeah, not the PS4. Yeah, not yeah, the yeah, yeah, fair, fair. I'll let you off. It's okay. It's okay. Regan, what have you been playing? Uh, fuck all, to be honest, man. And and this, yeah. I have a bit of a gripe. I have a little bit of a gripe. I'm going to be honest. Um, and it's this whole like we talked about it last year as well. This pre E3 lull mm. where developers just like they, they're like oh now we won't release then because you know people are just kind of hanging out for, for e3 or whatever it is but yeah. it seems that there's always like a, a good kind of month leading up to e3 where just fuck all happens um and like i mean prey looks good but it, i don't know it just didn't really grab me and there's not kind of like a huge amount of stuff coming out at the moment to like you know to really get me going i've just been playing yeah. the stuff that i have at home um yeah playing a bit more dirt rally Actually, nice. speaking of which, Dirt 4 is coming out soon. I think it's Dirt 4. Um, like, maybe in a week or two. So, probably pick that oh, up. Nice. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, have you guys, do you guys notice the slow? Is it, is it a pain in the ass for you guys as well? Not so much uh, for me. I have too much to play already. Like, yeah. I find it hard to play new games now because my rotation is so full of my existing games that I want, that release new content that I want to consume yeah. it in, that I have to actually purposefully put something aside to play a new game you've really you've out. really created like a timetable chore yeah. list out of your games yeah. haven't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah getting home okay cool sitting down and most people would sit down and have like two hours of nothing to do or whatever others like cool into my dailies gotta get those done by like 6 30 make sure i've got a bit of time set aside to you know do do x yeah. y and z yeah yeah i i know what you mean about the lull generally regan but because this year the first two quarters well, 
so it's what, two quarters, three quarters of this year. That'd be two quarters, wouldn't it? Um, have been so <laughs> generous to us. I haven't really felt the lull. You know, there's there's always been a ton of shit to play, and I have a massive back catalogue now. I've got Rhyme, which has come out, which I need to play, but I'm still playing Prey, and I don't want to start another game till I till I finish Prey because I like playing one game one game at a time generally, or one big game at a time. Mm, um, yep. So, and then there's Resi Seven, which I still want to play at some point, and then there's uh, uh, what was that Ninja that Ninja game that came out that I'm kind of sounds like Dark Soulsy. Oh, uh, Neo. Neo, Neo. I want to play Neo at some point. There's, there's too much, man. Like, there's, there's no time for a lull for me. Mm. Or maybe it's just that I'm way too picky. Mm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, that game looks good, but yeah, you know. And so maybe I'm just going, yeah, to too many games. Who knows? But Potent- yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, you, you, you've got your, you, your dirt, dirt's doing you well, sort of thing, and that's all you really need. Yeah. Well, true. I mean, yeah, that's that's fair. Like. Do we all, you know, I guess that's the thing is like, uh, as part of it, I'm just like a consumerist whore and I'm like, I just want my new, I want a new game. I just want something new. And it's like, maybe that's not, maybe that's not the answer, you know? Um, so perhaps the fault lies with me rather than game devs. Might need to, might need to do some good, hard introspection there, Regan. Take a good, hard look at yourself. I think I will. Obviously I need to go home and, and just spend some time. Um, I'm sorry for bringing that negativity to the podcast. <laughs> hey, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've already gone through what I've been playing. Oh, pray, pray, oh. And, and and nothing else but pray. <laughs> we did talk about how it's it's been a long day. Yeah, so, it has yeah. been it's been a long day. Balthazar, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a few things again, but uh, just this, the usual smattering of stuff. Um, I put some more time into Player Unknown's Battlegrounds since the last pod. Last time I couldn't nice. talk too much to it because I only played you know a few rounds. Um, played a few more rounds now. Uh, got my first just win, a, my just first a few chicken more? dinner. Just, just uh, probably like ten more or something. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, been playing a, a bit of duo, um, queuing up with Hannah and uh, playing through that way. It's it's very fun um, co-op mm. kind of thing because it's just you a you, you feel simultaneously stronger and weaker because you know that you've got someone with you to help you, but at yep. the same time you know that everyone else has someone with them to help them. So you almost you're looking out for two people even though you're not because you're both looking out for two people because you're looking out for each other as well you feel like there's more responsibility because if your partner dies you are fucked because everyone else has a partner kind of thing so even though you feel stronger you also don't want confrontations because it's very easy for them to become you know stacked against you sort of thing right Um, so yeah no still really fun Mm. um you know how you talked I remember you saying last time that like you get dropped into this map and then the map slowly gets smaller and smaller and you have to kind of, does it, does the location sort of like the end location as it gets smaller and smaller, does that diverge on a different point on that map every time? It does, yeah. So it will essentially, you can kind of predict where it's going because it will typically shrink towards the center of the current play area kind of thing like it will oh, often right. offside it slightly but what will happen is at the start the first closing that comes in will typically cut off a corner of the map um and it will you know slowly from there zoom in towards top left top right bottom left bottom right middle oh, yeah. kind of thing yeah um so you can kind of tell roughly where it's going and then when it gets to like the last few shrinks it will probably pick to either shrink to the left or to the right rather than to the middle or to the top or the bottom kind of thing so yeah it, it's very rare at least from my experience maybe if you play it a lot more you notice more trends coming out but yeah kind of in the 20 rounds i've played or whatever total it's i've never 
had a game where I'm in sort of the last five and it's been the same location as a previous one. Yeah, that's cool. Because I was just thinking like, you know, if that's obviously kind of part of the mechanic. It's like, well, what's the strategy there? You just kind of like, would it be easy enough to just run to wherever you think it's going to close up and then just hide, you know? Mm. Um, but I guess if, if it's different every time, then that's, you know, it's a different yeah. thing. In in the duo mode, Balthazar, do you, have you come across people who've lost their partners and they're just sort of wandering the earth pointlessly? I believe so. Um, but you kind of can't tell. Ultimately, the only person, the only group you can tell is your own. So you can see your partner on the screen. They always have an icon over their head, but no one else has anything to indicate that they're in a group together. So right. I have come across, kind of, we've come across a person walking along on their own. It's possible their partner wasn't dead. Maybe they are just off somewhere. Like they decided to, you know, there were two buildings. So they each decided to go into a different one. And we happen to be in one of them or something like that. Like you yeah. can't tell if they have a partner nearby or if they are just on their own. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know is the answer. I have encountered people who are just running along on their own, who I assume their partner died. But it's, po <laughs> I, it's possible they were still around somewhere, just not helping. I choose to take the darkest possible interpretation of, uh, you know, the existential crisis style of you know, my, my partner's dead and now I just wander the earth with nobody. <laughs> yeah. just... I'm just going to find, like, the most open space I can to run through <laughs> yeah. and hope there's a sniper around. It's, hope someone <laughs> yeah. kills it's very much what happens, though, because when you're on your own, you, you kind of just want it to end so you can queue again. There was a round where <laughs> Hannah and I ended up dropping out of the plane and landing in two drastically different places. Somehow we dropped out at the exact same time and I was like, all right, we'll head to this area. We started heading down and I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of parachutes around us. Like, this is going to be a combat zone. She interpreted that as abort, find somewhere else to go. <laughs> so I land in the middle, surrounded by the people. And I'm like, where are you? Like, looking. And I noticed the icon on the map. And I'm like, you're fucking miles away. And she's like, oh, I thought we were leaving. I was like, no, I was just warning you there was going to be a fight. So I'm on my, I run into a building. So in Everyone other words, runs like, don't, don't never like run into a knife fight with Hannah. She's just gone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she'll abandon you. Um, but yeah, I, everyone ran through the nearest door to try and get stuff. I happened to run into a room where the only thing in it was a smoke grenade. And I'm like, oh, fat lot of fucking good this thing's going to be. <laughs> See two guys running down the hallway towards me. So kind of hide behind the corner, drop a grenade, drop the smoke grenade. And when they run in, just start punching them. They're shooting everywhere, missing me completely because the smoke grenade. I managed to knock out one of them couldn't kill him but knocked out one before the other one shot me and as soon as i was dead henry's just like well all right and just runs and jumps off the nearest cliff trying to clothesline <laughs> someone on the way down because it's like there's nothing if you're on your own you do just feel like there's no point um Oh, but it's it was, so brutal. Yeah. It was <laughs> the whole time I was kind of stuck in this building screaming, being like, get over here. We might be able to like beat these guys and grab their weapons if you get here. So she's just sprinting towards me as fast as she can, but I'm dead before she gets there. So she just keeps sprinting, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like eventually someone's going to see and shoot and just sprints right off a cliff. Yeah. So, wow. Great fun, though. Other than that, um, just really doing very final small things in Final Fantasy fourteen. Final because it's less than No, not less than. It's about two weeks now until Stormblood comes out. Um so just preparing for that as well. Nice. But that is yeah, that's me in a nutshell. The um sorry to drop my like tenth Simpsons reference today, but uh when you're talking about like people running around having lost their partners, it just reminds me of when Bart sells his soul. 
and oh, yes. uh, everyone there's that yeah has that dream and everyone's going and getting in those rowboats and they've all got that sort of ethereal version of themselves <laughs> and uh and bart you know when he sold his soul his his one isn't there mm. and his his one goes and gets in uh millhouse's like, boat yeah is it martin's or something no or? it's, it's millhouse buys his soul for five dollars or whatever oh yeah that's right it is millhouse yeah 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 yeah, it just reminds me of that. Reminds me of someone, you know, the image of someone getting in the rowboat and everyone else is off to this island and you have to go around in circles because you don't have anyone else to operate the oar. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, but that's pretty much what it is. Um, you just feel like anything you do is only going to get half done, so you stop. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, uh, that's uh, that's everything you've been playing there, Balthazar? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. All right, we will move into segment we've been doing for a few weeks now called Pitch Me a Dream, in which we use the URL video game na.me video game name generator, generate a random name, and we uh, then have to, or one of us has to take that name, come up with a pitch to some publishers uh, about that game. And I believe, who do we have this time around? We have Sega, or Sega. Sega. And Regan. I see, I can't even remember who I said I was going to be. <laughs> so I'm just going to make my own publishing house up. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be uh, Overcast Gamer Publishers. And, okay. and I'm going to be from, uh, I'm going to put on the worst Irish accent you've ever heard. So look nice, forward to that. Nice. So, so you're from, from Dublin or Galway? One of those. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's go Dublin. There's some, right. there's some game dev companies there brilliant all right cool uh if you guys want to go and get your reps we will um we'll crack into it oh hey right <laughs> let's hear your pitch let's hear it okay cool thank you thank you very much for for joining me uh overcast gamer productions is it yeah that's the one that's, brilliant. That's, that's brilliant. How, how long have you guys been going i haven't haven't actually um heard of you guys before oh years we've been we've been working on all sorts of things you just yeah i'm, I'm keen to hear what you've got going on just lay it on me yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for, for joining me, Overcast Gaming Productions. And uh, Sega, of course, thank you for, for, for coming in and hearing me out as well. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the game I've got to, um, to introduce you guys today, it's called Lair of the Bomber Man Hospital. So let me give you, this, let me give you the, uh, the pitch here. The year is 2030. Tensions have hit boiling point in the United Kingdom due to an unsustainable and continued rise in population. Hysteria en masse, violence is inescapable, and terror-based attacks occur every other day. In drastic measures, the monarchy has reinstated capital punishment and pushed through initiatives still in their infancy, such as state-sanctioned mental reassignment. The state now offers, to, not offers a choice to those suspected of terrorist action or affiliation. This choice is undergo mental reassignment by way of facilities throughout the aisles known as hospitals or be subject to 24-7 public scrutiny through social media and CCTV. With 30 days to plead their case, those opting to fight accusation and, and have their profile built for them must reckon with the court of public opinion, harnessing social media to put their best foot forward and win over the public. Success here grants exile from the UK, so that's the best possible outcome, Failure is to be decommissioned for public safety. State-enforced decommissions are now extremely common throughout Great Britain. So, those heading the state-sanctioned mental reassignment are called delvers. Now, these delvers are specialised individuals 
who undergo years of training and through both an enhanced understanding of the human brain and complementary leaps in technology, they're able to bend thoughts and brute force their way into minds, even those unwilling. For this line of work, the mental toll is often devastating for both parties, both the delvers and the, the accused. And living in the mind of another for too long can lead to a breakdown of reality and even irrevocable shifts in perspective. For this reason, delving is often short-lived, but it's very, very well paid. So my game, Lear of the Bomber, Lear of the Bomber Man Hospital, <laughs> is the collision of three lives and an interest not just in who we are, but how we're perceived. A core component of this game is the perspective mechanic. Uh, so players are put in the shoes of three particular individuals, a suspected terrorist held captive by the state, the brother of a victim of that same terrorist attack, and a delver who's stationed at the notorious Isle of Man Mental Reassignment Hospital. In Lear, perspective governs all. So further opportunities for choice, a character's mental well-being, ideological allegiances, and even how they perceive their physical environment is constructed by a way of how you play and the choices you make in the game. Characters are also inexplicably linked. This will become clear as you play the game, uh, how they're linked. And players are able to switch between characters at any time to gain new information that may be invaluable to progressing a particular character's storyline and progressing that character in a in a manner, in a psychological manner that they that they choose. So we've got the, the three the three characters. I'll go into those guys a little bit. So we've got the bomber, who's the who's the sort of accused. Uh, he's making a plea for his case, or if you choose, he's not making a plea for his case. You know, it's up to you. We've got the brother of one of the people killed in the in the in the bombing. He's attempting to find justice and also trying to understand just why this happened. And we've got the delver who's attempting to break into the mind of, uh, of you know, the, the accused and investigate terror cells, contain ripple effects and stop potential copycats. So the genre we're going for here is cerebral investigative drama. So if you think of things like, um, you know, procedural police TV shows and things like that, or if you think of in terms of games, uh, you'd probably want to think of David Cage's Heavy Rain or, uh, even his, his, you know, his previous game, Fahrenheit. And the themes for the game we're looking at are perspective, of course, big mechanic. We're looking at subjective morality. We're looking at people versus the state, outrage culture, and mob psychology. So that is Lear of the Bomber Man Hospital. Let me know if you guys have any questions. It sounds very good. Uh... I want to know, like, do you have, you know, in David Cage games, he's got the, the movement and the, the quick time events. Are you going to have those? Uh, no, we're, we're trying to cut out all the faff uh, that, we, that we, you know, there's not going to be any, you have to drink juice and you have to use the motion controls to pick up the juice and all that sort of nonsense. We don't believe in, in, in filler in our games. So everything you do is going to have a consequence. Everything is potentially going to you know, change the way your character perceives the world. We're not going to tell you what is going to change the way because that's not how life works. You know, you make choices and then you might later pay for them and they might jeopardize a, a particular mindset you, you had or you wish you had. So no fucking about. No, no. Yep. No fucking about. That's absolutely correct. Cutting the faff. Got to go fast. I like it. <laughs> we hear it. Sega. It, it sounds, sounds narrative, narrative driven story. A lot of story. Very. I decided to go with the voice. Don't know what the hell it is yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
you know, we're, we're a big fan here. Uh, quick, quick gameplay. Fast. Yep. Uh, you know, w what's the core gameplay loops? So the core gameplay loops will be mostly wandering around, uh, you know, retrieving evidence or looking into cases or, uh, you know, just investigating, really. Most, most of it's going to be investigating. And you say wandering, have you thought sprinting? <laughs> there, there could definitely be, as you know, depending on your character, depending on who you play as, if if they're uh, if they're that sort of person, uh, yeah, they'll definitely be able to sprint if you if you want them to. If they're that sort of person, if they're not someone who ambles through life, if they're someone who you know needs to get to place to place to place and constantly keep their energy up. Totally, totally, we'll we'll have a sprinting a sprinting mechanic. Nice, nice. Now, something we fear with narrative games is uh, repetition, or not repetition, replayability, but through repetition, maybe. What have you thought about that? You know, if the story's set, even if you've got choices, surely there's going to be a set number of endings. People want to go, they want to play and play and play and play and play and keep going. What have you thought about that? Is it going to be replayable? It's absolutely going to be replayable. So, actually, the way the way in which... So, we've got we've, we've got a bit of a multiplayer component, although it's it's asynchronous multiplayer, so as more people finish the game and, and you know play through the game, this is actually going to impact the way in which the world is built from the ground up for new players. For anyone who starts the game, the world's going to look entirely different depending on how other players have already played through the game and and changed the world around them by way of you know their their characters' actions and things like that. So hopefully every player is going to going to have stories to tell and is going to you know experience the game in, in very different and in very unique ways will there be ways to track other players so see how they did see what why what they did changed the world into what you see yes there will be but that won't be available in the we're, we're sort of we we want to keep we want to keep the game uh at not breaking the fourth wall so to speak so we want to keep ui generally minimal as possible we want to keep the, the the players engaged in the story story and narrative is incredibly you know important to us so at the end when you once you've finished once you play through done your first playthrough or what have you you'll be able to see uh, other choices that the players have made and things like that and, and how they've shaped their worlds and how they've shaped worlds for future generations of people to play the game but not throughout the game because we don't want that stuff to be in your face we think that's a bit a bit um you know immersion breaking so, so no scoreboard, no time attack, no nothing like that on the screen. There will be there will be arcade games and spaces that you can go in and play in the game, and those those will ha definitely have those sorts of modes. So people who are after that sort of experience can get their fix that way. Nice scores, time attack, arcade, sprinting, we're in. Yep, absolutely. Awesome. Do you guys have any more questions? Mm. I'm still. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Overcast Gamer Productions, and you, Sega, for your time, and uh, have a great flight back to to Ireland and Japan. Yep, thanks for having us. Yep, beauty. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that was great, by the way, Balthazar. I'm, I'm impressed how you kind of linked in all of the Sega tropes. Nice <laughs> uh, and also, hey, man, that's um, it's quite the idea. It's quite fleshed out. <laughs> Very dystopian. Are you yeah. imagining? Are you imagining that now that I can just kind of like not have to worry about putting on an accent? Yeah. Like, as in, just basically like a heavy rain aesthetic with without all of the ridiculous, uh, you know, the faff as you put it. Like, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty much heavy rain mixed with like CSI kind of mechanics, so investigative mechanics, and, and a bit like more in LA noir than, type stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely LA noir esque, um, but just set in yeah different various parts of the UK and with you know. I made this pitch before the unfortunate events in Manchester. Hmm. 
and was, yeah, then was, when that <laughs> happened i was like uh-oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's not that's that's going to be in poor taste but you know it's it's, it is what it is kind of thing. It's it's pretty relevant to what's going on at the moment. So I was when, like, well. When, what's the last game you can think of that was set in the UK? Um, I think the last one I played was Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Oh, yeah. Was it in the UK? Oh, yeah. yeah, it was set in like a tiny village in, um, in somewhere in the UK. Yeah. Mm, I think the, that, the, like, the last game I played set in the UK was probably like GTA 2. If you, oh, were, really? <laughs> if you pick England and play a home game, FIFA 17. Oh nice! <laughs> oh, actually, no. Um, uh, the, the last Assassin's Creed was set in. Set uh, in yeah. London. Oh yeah, Syndicate. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. it was. It was in yeah Victorian London. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just sort of you know, I'm very influenced by Black Mirror, and I'm very mm. influenced by procedural CSI investigative cerebral kind of shit, and and also political commentary. So I was like, oh, fuse all those things together. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, good job, good job. Yeah, thank you very much. Alrighty, well. The rest of this podcast, folks, is going to be dedicated to something that is coming up really soon. It's kind of crept up on us a wee bit, eh? It definitely um, is, yeah. E3. E3 is happening on the, uh, I believe it's the 14th of June for New Zealand, 13th of June for the rest of the world. Starts on there and I think it ends on the 16th. So we're just gonna we're just going to shoot the shit about E3 generally. Pretty unstructured. We might go through a few bullet points here. And uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you guys, are you guys pump for e3 uh, you, you know it's it's always a relatively exciting time right yeah i i think so um depending on depending on the kind of gamer that you are like i think i'm not sure that there's a whole lot there if you're like full pc master race and you've got your like <laughs> like for, for example balthazar i don't know that you're that excited <laughs> for it right no like, not yeah, really. yeah yeah i'm not getting a super excited vibe but it, it's really a console gamers show isn't it you know um yeah they, they do have a pc con um throughout e3 because i saw it on the on the schedule but yeah. last year i watched a little bit of it and it was painful it was <laughs> real bad like oh yeah um <laughs> they just didn't no one really knew what to do and i think well, maybe it was the first one or something and it was just getting those teething problems out of the way but everyone was just super awkward and it was yeah it was real real painful to watch mm, that's kind of a thing though isn't it like at a lot of the like the early game conferences have all been mm. notoriously yeah like awkward. last time the, was it yeah. last time or the time before that was bethesda's first time doing it and this that was a shit show so yeah. you know everyone's <laughs> first time's not great that yeah. was terrible i eh? remember that that con was like a four out of ten or something eh? like that con was a con <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was nice one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the um, Bethesda Banshee was last year. The, the woman who kept screaming during Elder Scrolls Online. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, she made a name for herself, though, didn't she? Totally did. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear anyone else use that that moniker online. So I think that was. I think Mike made that up actually. So Mike can take all the credit for Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda Banshee. Yeah, great. That's a great, great title. Mm. Um, so I, I suppose we'll run through the cons and, and you guys tell me if you're excited about any of these. So the first one, you know, first one up is Electronic Arts. Um, I've noticed that they've taken, they've adapted their old name again. They seem to be wanting to be called Electronic Arts more than EA nowadays. I think they're just trying to 
trick people into thinking they're not the same company. See, I guess they're trying to go for like, they're trying to be more like distinguished and like, you know, ele- right. electronic arts. Right, but right. They'll I- use some sort of like joined, um, you know, joined writing in their logo pretty soon, eh? like yes. some sort of cursive. So, yeah, totally, something. But <laughs> it, it, to me, when I hear electronic arts, I just think 90s games. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just think yeah. Need for Speed Three and just like flying <laughs> yeah. up into the air, having a head-on collision with someone going the wrong way around the track. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. But uh, I mean, what are we what are we expecting from EA? Um, Lots look. of sports, as per usual. Well, I mean, I never watch that, but I always fast forward past <laughs> past the sports because I just really do not care. It's It'll be so an, cool. another iteration on FIFA where like you can. <laughs> twiddle the ball in a different way or something yeah I yeah, yeah. I, I, did anyone ever play that fifa story mode thing that they released with the, the you know the young up and coming <laughs> london guy we, we talked about it a bit last year and i don't think no yeah, i no. don't think anyone did i heard it wasn't yeah. great oh really yeah yeah i think balthazar and i joked about it being so real that you have to navigate like you know which tube to catch to get into yeah. the city and... <laughs> yeah. that would be great <laughs> the reality yeah, of would, being it yeah be wonderful <laughs> to be honest um, maybe, maybe that's why it wasn't well received maybe it was just you know going like just being at football practice and then being <laughs> at next week's football practice and you know like it was yeah. none of the real life in between and that's what everyone wanted yeah <laughs> probably I don't know. We, we don't know none of us played it so. you couldn't skip practice because yeah. you went to the clubs last night and you're tired like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're on too many pingers <laughs> yeah, totally but uh, yeah i mean what do we got we got uh well there's battlefront 2 yeah yep that's yeah. that's the big one and that's the one that i i'm really hoping they learned their lesson with battlefront 1 because that wasn't a bad game mm. there just wasn't much to it there wasn't enough to it for sure yeah. it was it was a demo really yeah it was a demo yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. hopefully battlefront 2 will be the game that was demoed and yeah. <laughs> yeah. i would hope so too yeah like i mean they need probably like at least twice as well Three, four times as many maps. Which theoretically we'll get if it spans all of the generations of right, the franchise. Yeah, totally. So. Um, and I mean, I remember my biggest thing with that game was that um, like the guns just didn't feel mm. diverse enough and they just didn't have enough punch. So there's, I mean, there's plenty they can do better. Um, and yeah, do we have a release date for that? This year. Uh, just, that's a good question hang on this year entertain yourselves it, it, listeners it feels to me like a, like a Christmas game eh? mm. like a game I, I think it's just because the last one was yeah. as well wasn't it it was yeah. like a November uh, we do have a release date for that one that is November 17th <laughs> nailed it I feel like it's probably <laughs> the same date as the previous yeah, one possibly maybe there's some significance to that in Star Wars world May the 4th Wait, no. No. Not quite. Yeah, but Battlefront 2, I mean, to be honest, whenever someone says that to me, nothing nothing ignites in me. There's no fire Mm. in my heart for that game. It might be all right, (laughs) but I'm not in the slightest excited for it. Yeah, there was for me when that trailer first came out that showed there was going to be a story this time and there were going to be space battles and things. That spark of hope ignited again where I was like, please be what we wanted Battlefront 1 to be. Um, but there's been no gameplay or anything since to actually prove whether or not it will be. So no, I'm yeah, still... Yeah. I guess that in a way that's a good thing, so it means that when I think about Battlefront 2, I still just think that initial story trailer. So I'm still like, oh yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. Because you think about like all the really cool Star Wars games we've had in the past, and like Rogue Squadron is the one that springs to mind. 
Like, if they take Rogue Squadron and just make it in space and modern, mm. fucking win-win. And, you know, some shooty-shooty and you're away, you know? They should remake Shadow of the Empire. That'd be my my old one that I'd want to see. That was the one Redone. on 64, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. played as Ban Folo. You didn't. I don't know his name. He was just a dude who looked kind of like Han Solo, but wasn't him, and flew a ship that looked like the Millennium Falcon, but wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like a dirty like um, two dollar shop ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, <laughs> one of those bootleg toys or something. Uh, I'd be keen on Jedi Academy, like a a, a, oh, yeah. a new iteration on because that game is awesome. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Battlefront Two. The only other thing, Balthazar, this sounds like you, <laughs> Dead Space Four. Dead Space here. Do you think they're going to bring back Dead Space? I, it's just like, so we, you know, we wrote down what the conferences were going to be to have a think about what sort of stuff they might announce that would, you know, that we'd be excited by. Yeah. And really, yeah. when I think EA and I try to think of something good that's had their name on it in the past, <laughs> Dead Space is the only thing that comes to mind. Right. But then because two and three were getting progressively more EA each time, I thought, well, if they do announce Dead Space 4, it'll be Dead Space here. Yeah, more dead, real, more space, real like, dead and real spacey. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's too early to reboot that franchise? Uh, no, if it's someone else, right? So if it's still EA, yeah, it's too soon. It's only been like four or five years since Dead Space Three came out. If Visceral partner with a different publisher. Yep. to reboot the franchise into what they always wanted it to be without EA's yoke, you know, trying to make it an action game and have microtransactions and shit, um, <laughs> then, you know, it doesn't even need to be a reboot, just a new game in the franchise that's not Isaac Clarke and isn't, you know, to, I mean, the it's been a long time, forgotten, the monoliths or whatever they were, um, you know, there were multiple. You know, you find out as you went through that there were lots, kind of one of the ones that you encountered. The main one you encountered was man-made. It wasn't even the original kind of thing. So there could be lots of these other things in other galaxies or whatever that humanity could be in. Um, or you don't even have to be a human. Like, it'd be cool to see aliens becoming necromorphs and you're an alien. Um, just, yeah, there's a lot in the universe that could be explored. It doesn't need a reboot, just, you know, not EA. But then if it's not EA, they won't announce it at their conference. So. <laughs> yeah, so. and I think EA owns Visceral as well. I'm pretty uh, sure Visceral are essentially like an internal... Because Visceral are currently working on that Star Wars game. Um, and EA obviously owns Star Wars. You know, they, they have the license for Star Wars. So I'm pretty mm. sure Visceral are owned by EA and they're kind essentially an internal studio at yeah. this point by EA. Kind of like Bioware, unfortunately. But um, yeah, nothing else I can think of from from good buds ea with uh the james bond villain ceo andrew wilson who will turn up the the australian guy oh yeah yeah, he's, yeah the the old hank scorpio whatever his name is yeah. yeah 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 he's he's always he's always good um good fun that dude uh so we will move on to the next conference which is more uh, a hell of a lot more interesting which is microsoft mm. microsoft have to bring it this year they have to bring everything. They're, like <laughs> they're they're close in my mind to just not having any IPs. I even give the remotest of a shit about. Mm, yeah, so close. They they've got a lot on the like. Obviously, they're gunning for Scorpio being massive, and I'm sure we're going to yep. hear a shit ton mm. about Scorpio. Like it's oh, going to yeah. be it's going to be a big old Scorpio wankfest, which yep. you know, fine by me because I'm I'm interested. Yep. Um, and then 
they're obviously doing this backwards compatibility thing. Um, so more about that. Do you reckon they're going to push that hard? The old, um, oh, what the hell is it called? Game. Game anyway. Game. Game anyway. Game. Uh, no. Oh, the, oh, wait. What was I thinking? Of? I was thinking of Game Pass. Are you? Oh, you're talking about right. the um, the PC compatibility yeah. thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, I mean, maybe they're trying to fill the gap, and they they realise that like, hey, shit, shit, lads, we you know, we haven't got that many new IPs under our belt. Maybe we just kind of flick the switch and put everything on, you know, yeah, everything that's come before it. Give everyone that. That'll keep yeah. people happy, right? They they could turn it into a wayback machine, so you can play yeah everything from the previous gens. That that's cool. That's a cool way to 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 keep them going. But I think there'll be a new IP. I, I I'm I've got a I've got most of my cards right. I got a new IP from Microsoft because I just can't imagine them not bringing a new IP. Was, it's just yeah, was Spark, it'd be so Spark, so disappointing robot. and you know not enough. What was that? Spark, Spark Bully Robot. Was that not enough last year? The Spark Bully Robot. Whatever. That was that new IP they did. Re- Recore. Was... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't remember anything the about 6. it. 6.3. Yeah. 6.3 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. That's where the 6.3 joke came from, I think. Um, yeah. There's, there's got to be a new IP. What would you want to see from Microsoft? I can't even, like, for a new IP, you mean? It's a new IP, so you can't even think. It doesn't exist. What do I want to see from Microsoft that doesn't exist? Don't know, it doesn't exist. I would love for (laughs) Microsoft to rock a platformer or some sort of action-adventure game like Uncharted style. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Um, Anything that doesn't involve shooting. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, I I bet, yeah, I bet, yeah, it'll be a new IP and it'll be a fucking shooter. (laughs) It's a shooter, man. (laughs) It'll if it's, be... if it's a sh- the only way they can get away with doing a shooter is if it's like a Portal 2-esque, innovative, interesting puzzle shooter. Then I'll be like, yeah, sweet, I'm all for that. But, um, yeah, not sure. <laughs> not sure we could... What about Crackdown 3? I just thought of that hasn't been mentioned for ages, and that was kind of like a big thing because that was going to tout the Xbox uh, well, a One at the time, the Xbox One's cloud processing power. Mm. Why was that going to be a big thing? Though? Like, I mean, aside from doing that, I don't know anyone who's like, you know what I used to jam the hell out of back on the 360? Crack down one and or two. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> nobody cared. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it had a wee bit of a cult following. I played Crackdown 1 and wasn't too too kept by it. It was, um, I, all I remember about that game is like you couldn't get away from people. There was just enemies shooting at you everywhere and it was relentless and it was just tiring. I just didn't want to play it anymore because there was people shooting at me 24-7. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it sounds like one of those games that I'd want to just, like, eject from the console and just snap in half. <laughs> <laughs> just... Probably probably the most brutal reaction you could possibly have to a video game. <laughs> Come up with the one reason I've now just thought, because I've never snapped an actual game in half. <laughs> really? I would spend $2 on Battleborn. To snap a PS4 <laughs> disc in half, you've got to you've got to put it in and try to play it yeah, first. Yeah, put though. it in and then take it out in disgust and snap it in half. <laughs> yeah, no, there you go. That we figured it out. We had that conversation. I I didn't figure out what it had to cost to be worth it to me because I saw it for two dollars and that wasn't worth it to me. Actually, yeah, two dollars to snap it in to half. To snap it yeah. in half, worth it. <laughs> yeah, worth it. I, yeah. I'd pay two bucks to buy it for a prop or something, you know, and a piece of video content, or that mm. that's what it's worth worth to me to snap in half in the video <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to snap in half or just to have as like a 
just a game that you need to if you don't have a game on hand and you need to film a game or like a case or something mm. like that there you go it's worth a case it's worth a plastic case too. <laughs> yeah. how much do coasters cost <laughs> surprisingly expensive coasters. yeah so two bucks you get two technically you can use the plastic case and the disc <laughs> and the instruction booklet if it comes to one three coasters for two bucks it's a good deal yeah it's not bad actually yeah. There you go. And they all Battleborn. Kinda... I figured out your selling point. <laughs> yeah. Coasters. I can be a frisbee or a coaster. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, poor old Battleborn. I mean, you mostly deserve it, but yeah. It's, um... <laughs> so we know uh, that, yeah, we think there's definitely going to be a new IP. Um, yep. Yep. Hmm. There has to be more Sea of Thieves because that is coming out pretty soon. I'm, that might yeah. even be coming out in June. I'm trying to, trying really? to see. Uh, let's have a look. Let's see when that's coming out. Sea of Thieves. Is that multiplayer pirate one? Yeah, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of intrigued by it, but yeah, me too. Like, the thing that gets me is like, there's meant to be like a multiplayer like campaign story kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not, not quite sure how that would work. Like, if like how that that seems like a new kind of idea to me. Like, there's obviously MMOs and things, but. You know, the MMOs are MMOs. This is kind of something different where you have like a party and you, yeah. you know, I, I'm intrigued by the idea behind it. And, and MMOs, and the stories, the stories never really been multiplayer. Like, yeah, there'll be instances where you need someone, you know, you need to go in with a group, but yeah. the actual story will always just assume you are the only person there who's yeah. actually doing anything. Like, yeah, there's never been a truly multiplayer story in a game. Yeah. I don't think. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, that's, I mean, I read the website and that's where I got that word from, <laughs> like this, like, yeah, multiplayer campaign kind of thing. So th- that's intriguing. I think Sea of Thieves could be really cool in VR. I'm not sure if it's going to be a VR mm. title. Yeah, that, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Has Microsoft haven't revealed their VR? Yeah, uh, well, they've what that, you, that, could even be, that could even be their C3. Like they could yeah. reveal their yeah, true. thing, like whether that's VR or a portable home AR system mm. or yeah, yeah something could be like here's scorpio and it's fucking like grunty as hell and it also runs our sweet new vr get up yeah. yeah yeah the the uh what was that what what's that tech that's kind of been pushed to one side the hollow lens yeah that thing that was badass on. what's that did you guys actually see what that thing did it was incredible nah no. um HoloLens was an AR thing, so you put it on your face and it yep. like remapped the room around you and stuff like that. And they had it on display at a conference, um, and I've seen kind of footage of what it did. And basically, it turned this empty corridor and warehouse into like a command center on a capital fleet ship from the Halo universe. Cool. And so you like walk down the corridors and there were like soldiers running past you heading to their battle stations and stuff. When you got into the command room, there were like holograms of Commander Keys and Cortana and stuff like giving you orders. And then like they gave you a a prop gun which was a part of the game kind of thing and you went out and it like showed Covenant and stuff all over the room. So it's basically it's it's the ultimate AR headset, basically, where yeah. you are playing the game in real life, but actually there's nothing there, but there is, like, yeah. Like, it maps <laughs> it maps your actual physical surroundings to be objects in the game so yeah, that you so are you... actually moving around the real world without walking into things and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. Two, then, two yeah. E3s ago, they showed that off with some people playing Minecraft, um, and it was brutal. <laughs> like the tech the tech was all good the actors were some of the worst i've seen at e3 and that's mm. saying something that right really they, is, they were yeah. shocking yeah. really really bad 
So what else do you guys think we'll get from Microsoft? Like it's pretty obviously we'll get, you know, obvious that we're going to have a lot of hardware um, mm. and hopefully a new IP. Um, any other thoughts? I mean, like, I'm in the same boat as you and that I think they, or both of you, that they have to really bring it this year. But I think for a different reason, I think, I mean, you, I particularly said they have to bring it this year to be of any interest to you kind of thing, because they've just had nothing new for so long in terms of IPs um, that they're getting stale. Whereas for me, they have to bring it this year because last year they without a doubt won E3. So they have to bring it this year. Otherwise, like basically they will be shit if they don't because comparatively to last year, if they aren't close to as good, they will seem really shit. Mm. So I also think they really need to bring it this year. Um, I'm hoping as a primarily PC player now that they just push the game anywhere thing hard and they go, hey, here's a whole load of awesome xbox one games or even old 360 games or whatever that we're going to be making over on windows 10 um, yeah you can pick those up so i'd love to be able to get you know a full halo collection or something on pc that'd be cool yeah, yeah. Inter- interestingly uh here Belthazar, you've i think well this, this must have been you you've put destiny 2 in the microsoft conference yeah you put it in the sony conference and Did, i said yeah. i reckon it's going to be the microsoft conference so yes destiny 1 was playstation um yep. i mean it was on everything but they really pushed the playstation angle and you know had the whole um it's better here i don't remember what they actually called it i don't think they said it's better here but yeah they had the whole extra (laughs) dlcs and maps and shit like that and got some hate for it because they announced a date when those ps4 exclusive items would be coming over to the xbox one version and it turns out that date coincides with destiny 2's release so no one will give a fuck or want to play it anymore um but destiny 2 is coming to pc as well that means that now like two thirds of the platforms it's coming to are Microsoft platforms. So I think it's in the Microsoft camp now. Mm. I just, I, yeah, I think it's good. Even though it's not coming to technic, it's not coming to the Microsoft store because it's coming to the Blizzard store because Bungie, uh, Activ- I mean, yeah, they're Activision Bungie and Blizzard is Activision Blizzard. So they're both part of the same parent company. Um, I, I don't know. I think Microsoft not playstation this time they're also maybe i'm just saying that because if it's microsoft not playstation playstation will have to fill that slot with something else and they'll give us something else good whereas if destiny 2's over in the sony section that's one less thing that they'll have to talk about because they've got to put destiny 2 in there and whoever it sits with it's going to be at least like a 15 minute presentation yeah yeah i for destiny whoever addresses it i just i wish i wish they'd they'd make a joke or you know make light of the fact that the first game was so bollocks that well the vanilla <laughs> game was mm. you know I, I wish they'd make a joke about that eh? like if they did that i'd gain so much more respect for them they're like oh you know we knew we know there was mixed opinion like even if they just did something like that but like oh, okay yeah cool you know you know what you did wrong and you're struggling to fix it and you acknowledge that that's cool but if they're just like Destiny Two's gonna be the best game of the world, <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. That's gonna because be that big time. they now they'll absolutely just go in guns blazing with the knowledge that after they fixed Destiny One, people enjoyed it. Yeah. So now they'll just go into it being like everyone loves Destiny One because just gonna be addressing it how it is now, not how it was at launch. So I think absolutely they're gonna go in guns blazing and just be like Destiny Two is gonna be game of the year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, every year. 
Oh man. Well, that'll be interesting. We'll keep an eye out for Destiny. I think you'll be the you'll be on point for the Destiny Two stuff, Balthazar, because I. I, I just care so little about that franchise. The first one did so much to diminish my good faith in that game. Yeah. I just, yeah. I will, yeah, yeah, I'll absolutely be picking it up now. No questions asked, not even anything to do with the first game, purely because I have, I simply must have every game downloaded and installed that's on the Blizzard launcher. It's so they absolutely happen. cornered, they, they backed me into a corner by adding it, by partnering with Blizzard to do the online service and making it available through the Blizzard client. It means it will be a game sitting on my Blizzard client that I don't own. It'll be the only one there that I don't you own. Can't and I can't a, you can't have, have a grayed out logo no, on your exactly. Blizzard client. <laughs> so I absolutely, like, it's been confirmed. I have to get it because I'm just, you know, it's OCD. I can't not. Yeah. So. Well played, Microsoft. <laughs> or, you know, whoever well it is. Bungie. Yeah, yeah, whoever ends up taking that, uh, that one. All right, we'll we'll move on to the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you were going to say Bethesda, weren't you? <laughs> I, was, I was I was trying to figure out a way to put it. Let's say yeah, the one that everyone has pretty low expectations for, just in general. Even do you guys have lower expectations for this than Ubisoft? Uh, Are you less excited about this than Ubisoft? I think. I care yeah, equally yeah. little about both, but I would be less surprised if Bethesda was a monumental fuck-up than if Ubisoft <laughs> was. I'm, I'm actually impressed that they're doing their own conference this year. Yeah. Like, what are they What are they going to talk about for an hour? Like, yeah. The Elder Scrolls card game. <laughs> oh, true. Goes, oh, man, that was that's, so boring. That's out. That's out in, it? in the wild. Oh, yeah. it'd be a DLC pack for it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Anything worse than a, than a card game DLC pet. You couldn't get me any use interested in something. They'll have, obviously, the Morrowind, ESO Morrowind thing, and there'll be a whole bunch of shit about that. Yeah. Um, they, they have to... In fact, no, I call it now, like, I was joking. They have to do an Elder Scrolls card game thing because the Gwent game is coming out soon, and they need to compete with true. it. So they need to yeah. revamp it and announce that they're bringing a whole load of new content to it and making it desirable. Mm-hmm. So they will actually. They will. They'll have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. They... That's really unfortunate. Hopefully, they only spend you know two minutes on it and not. Oh, how long did they spend on it last time? It's, it felt like forever. <laughs> on on, for on so the card long. game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it oh, was Elder Scrolls a while. Online and what was it? The card game or was it Elder Scrolls Online? No, both it, combined I think kind it of thing? was the card game. Went on for like a good twenty minutes. I think they went through <laughs> and showed every single piece of concept art they'd ever developed for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Just what everyone wants to see: concept art. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, imagine, that, imagine if they came out of new, nowhere though and were like, "New Elder Scrolls, new engine. Mm. It's going to blow your mind." Oh, man, Elder Scrolls that, Six. That'd be incredible, but I, I I just can't even imagine a world where that happens, Regan. Yeah, I, I mean, it won't. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. But, yeah. <laughs> but there is one thing I'm excited about, which is Wolfenstein Colossus, or, you know, that, that tiny Easter egg in, in Bethesda's um, presser last year where they started up with the DOS prompt screen and they ran through a bunch of bunch of code and one of them said Wolfenstein Colossus. So, hopefully, I, I would be very surprised if there's not something about Wolfenstein Colossus or whatever it ends up being called, which is awesome because that Wolfenstein New Order is great. It's a great game. Mm. free to play mobile is pretty good 
free-to-play mobile game. Yeah, Wolfenstein Fallout, Colossus. Fallout Shelter, Free, but Wolfenstein yeah, Colossus. But Wolfenstein. Yeah. Wolfenstein. You have to, yeah, you have to like take care of your Nazis it's and make a, sure you're all hydrated. No, it'll be a it'll be a top-down tactics-style game. So you'll still be oh. Jay Blazkowicz, but you have to, you know, move your squares around and confront oh, the Nazis. Jesus. And, yeah. Like a like a <laughs> uh, like a Hitman Go. But, yeah, 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 like that, but in Wolfenstein. <laughs> It's killing my hype. Killing my hype right now. <laughs> I was slightly hyped for the Wolfstein Colossus, and now I'm now I'm rethinking it. Um, but yeah, I re- I reckon there'll be at least a trailer for that, and if not, some some gameplay demonstration. The other thing I just thought of, which is Quake Arena, what, that hasn't come out, right? Mm, I've aware. seen enough banner ads to indicate that it's playable now, like that you can download it and play it for free right. on PC. Like I've seen banner ads everywhere. Oh, really? So, I think, like, recently, so if it is out-out, it, like, only just came out within the last week kind of thing. Um, it might just be in an open beta, but there's been a lot of Play Now banner ads. Hmm. So, there you go. It slipped me by. Um, I think that's all. Like, do you guys have anything else for Bethesda? Yeah, new engine, please. That's just... Hmm. It's, yeah, it's I mean, even get... if they devote, like, half an hour to talk about a new engine, they're like, we don't have any new games, but... Here are all the things like, that look at this been... leaf blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah, 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 and look at the facial animation. It only implodes twice during this cycle. <laughs> yeah, this is all in engine, and then a big freeze screen. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if it froze, it was like, well, good on you guys. You're you're trying. At least yeah. you're trying. Like you know, keep working on it. Yeah. yeah. Guy yeah. walks past in the background. This is all in engine. Man walks past. Dave, get out the shop. We're pretending <laughs> we're rendering this on a computer. Uh, yeah, and we've got yeah. Of course, uh, Pete Hines will be well, most likely be hosting it unless something has happened internally and something's happened to him or he's done something to someone. Um, but uh, yeah, he'll he'll be hosting, and you know that guy is a scary dude, man. He's got those like crazy eyes, eh? Like he does. Uh, yeah, he just looks perpetually pissed off. Mm. I don't know just, what it is about him, but yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley. That's for sure. <laughs> He's a terrifying little looking middle-aged white man. Mm. It's uh, strange, but all right, we'll move on to Ubisoft, which I've seen more and more people online calling Ubisoft, which just really makes me mad because guess what? The word's not ubiquitous. It's ubiquitous. So say it bloody right. <laughs> the word isn't graphic. It's graphic, but people still say GIF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> uh, so Ubisoft first one we've got which has already come out uh, which I'm kind of excited by and Regan I think you mentioned you were as well Far Cry 5 yeah there's already been the, the that sort of cinematic trailer that Balthazar <laughs> is like shaking his head like you <laughs> fucking dickheads do you guys remember Far Cry 1 and 2 when they uh, came out like too. quite far apart from each other and were good games that were quite different to each other because they've been yes. lovingly crafted from the start and weren't <laughs> yearly annualized sequels coming out. We did, when did Far Cry 4 come out? That must have been two years ago, right? It's been a while. It's for sure. It's that was the one with pink suit. Yeah. Macasia Ray, face. Raybon Khan. That's not his name. Penn. Um, Sean Penn. No, um, that's not his name either. Sean <laughs> Penn. Sure. Someone <laughs> Penn, right? Yeah, yeah I Baker think it was. Anyway. Yeah, it's Troy Baker, it's Troy, yeah. Baker. Um, Troy Penn. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. But then we had Far Cry Primal. In yeah, exactly. That, so. Oh, like, true. I completely forgot about that game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's annual. It's the new like they're pretending they're they're <laughs> learning by being like yeah. no Assassin's Creed this year. 
Yeah. But secretly, you know, they're slipping. They think they're slipping by unnoticed that they've done a Far Cry every year since they took over the franchise because <laughs> it was three, and then the next year Blood Dragon, and then the next year four, and then the next year Primal. True. So yeah, yeah they've since they took over that IP, they've been doing one every single year. <laughs> I don't know. This the setting is is interesting to me just because it's it has some really interesting political. Mm. you know themes and questions that could be posed being set in montana and in the usa uh being set in a you know very religion oriented part of of the us um i don't know if 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 they if they're not shy to tackle those subjects i reckon we could be in for some really cool shit because the writing in far cry isn't bad it's just boring (laughs) it's like (laughs) it was clever that you could win four like instantly yeah that was that's, really cool that's the one where you just you hung you just about wait you just did what yeah. he asked you to do yeah. you just waited yeah. for him to come back and then he came back you went and shot tigers together or whatever and then he <laughs> gave you some money and you flew yeah. home i don't know what i, n- I never did that ending actually yeah. um but yeah i heard that was the thing i was like that that is really fucking clever yeah. like yeah, yeah. Do, do they have a really really interesting i've always loved the way they write um you know descriptions and things like that in the far cry games they're always really really witty really well written they've got some great writers on there it's just the the, the actual game is just boring like it's just, just map markers and just yeah. Yeah. Off, eh? yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just a big laundry list of things to do, and you're just like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Popping out and doing your chores. Yeah, home. if they. Well, from what I've heard, this is like massive hearsay, but in Ubisoft, you know, they've been looking at games like The Witcher 3, they've been looking at games like Red Dead Redemption, they've been modeling things off those style of quests. So if they do something like that, this could be a really good game. Could, <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, for sure. Uh, fucking power to them. Lay it on me. I want. I want. I want the best goddamn Far Cry you've ever made. Yes. Yeah. I, I, Ubisoft is always. You know that we rag on them a lot, but their conferences are always interesting because they're super unpredictable. Like they they always do something weird, or someone weird comes out and does something strange. You know, they're always entertaining, um, if not producing the best content. But they they're always. You know, you're always like, what the hell is going on now? It's like Tokyo Game Show on a, on a lesser level. I think we're also going to get an Assassin's Creed again. Yeah, because you know, they, they've taken a year off and they just there's no way they can kind of help themselves from from doing that again. And there's been all those pictures and shit from Egypt. Yeah, Assassin's yeah. Creed, so bunch, bunch of leaks have been yeah. coming out. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins is apparently the title of this one. The Egypt set in Egypt, uh, and. I've also heard that it's the biggest world they've ever created, so I didn't really want to hear that, but there you go. Um, yeah, maybe it means that they'll just put more space between the map markers, you know. And it'll... <laughs> Brilliant. More more just <laughs> random barren stretches of desert, I guess, in, in uh, Egypt, and it'll just be sand. And, they'll, and people will be like, why is there so much stuff? And they'll be like, Zelda did it. And you guys loved it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's exactly what they'll do. They'll take all the wrong lessons from, <laughs> yeah. from games like Zelda and games like The Witcher and things like that. And be like, well, why didn't you like it in our game? Well, you loved you it when... you do the right... <laughs> yeah, you loved it when the horse walked backwards on its head in The Witcher. Why, <laughs> yeah. why, why, we intentionally put it in this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh Ubisoft, we love you. I'd love, love you. to see a new Raymond that's like the old... Um, Raymond 2. 
That's a good one. Oh yeah, the the UBART framework being put to use again. Yeah, yeah, because that was mm, a good awesome. one. Um, so yeah, seeing something like that again would be nice. Just as you know, a like small announcement. Just yeah. oh hey, bit of Rayman, bit yeah. of floating hand man. Yeah, bit yeah. of. <laughs> Just I always love the, the stuff produced in UBR is really cool. Like most uh, Child of Light and Rayman and um, Valiant Hearts and things like that. It's always real interesting stuff that goes on and, you know, small teams working on that sort of stuff. So, yeah, bring on the indies from 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 UB. And the last thing, uh, the crew too, which is actually being leaked as, you know, that's definitely happening. Um, I always liked the concept of the crew. I thought that was really cool driving into the different cities in the States and being able to, explore these cities and things like that or, or driving around the whole of the states i think it was that's a really cool idea to me because i love exploring and traveling and things in, in reality uh but the crew was just a terrible boring ub <laughs> you know it was it was the same bollocks radio ta- there was literal radio towers um yeah i don't know hopefully if they've learned their lessons and they've applied these to Far Cry and they've applied these to Assassin's Creed, they'll apply them to the crew too as well. Mm. Uh, I really hope they go with the crew T-O-O. That will make my... <laughs> yeah. the, the crew too. Yeah. The crew too. <laughs> <laughs> We're announcing Far Cry, Assassin's Creed and the crew too. Yeah, that'd be... They would have to have done that whole thing just so they could say that at E3. <laughs> yeah. I like. I simultaneously hope that they do that thing, and no? hope that yeah. they don't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, does anyone have any thoughts on the crew too? No, not really. <laughs> no, not really. I just think if they, yeah, if they make it, if they flesh out the cities a wee bit, if they make them actually interesting to to drive around, and I think that's cool. I love the idea of driving around the usa that's I've, I've done it in real life and it was great then so give me a bunch of mcdonald's to stop at and get breakfast and i'll just keep doing that yeah nice. awesome nice. i'd like it if they let you get out of the car and <laughs> play a different game to <laughs> get out of the car and play a different game They're like grand theft auto <laughs> just go go home drive home get out make yourself some dinner take it upstairs <laughs> turn on your computer do some play, dailies play games <laughs> yeah. within the game yeah as long as you can full screen the game in the game so that you don't see the game anymore oh yes <laughs> steam big picture mode will be available yeah. in, uh, in the yeah. crew too. just get in play some dark souls yeah <laughs> what are you playing oh oh the, the crew, crew too. <laughs> the crew too. <laughs> <laughs> looks like dark souls no 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 it's the crew <laughs> uh brilliant um or the last oh no sorry second to last sony the big the big boy of course the one with the most interesting uh ips for you know for, for me and you regan and balthazar you know what you do kind care of. about you care about sony i'm imagining kind of thing yeah i mean pc doesn't really have ips all the like ips i care about are yeah sony ones mm. yeah yeah so we'll, we'll go through a few sony sony ones because there's bound to be some cool shit um we'll just start with the last of us two because i don't think it's going to show its head at all i think their knuckle mm. you know elbow deep into into um development on that one yeah. And yeah. no one's gonna, no, yeah, no one's gonna show up. Do you think otherwise, Rick? Uh, I actually agree. I, I think you're right. Yeah. And and if we do see something, it's going to be really minimal, um, yeah. like like well minimal, um, like just maybe some like art or something. 
or like a logo just flash on the screen for a second, like something yeah. really small. Nolan just, North will just get up there and make an announcement that he's not voicing anyone in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Cause a real stir. Just Yeah, just yeah. to dispel rumors that I'm in everything Naughty Dog make. I'm not voicing any characters in The Last of Us 2. And that's the only time the game's name is said. <laughs> the internet would be a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> it's instead Troy Baker. Troy Baker's going to do uh, Joel and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I think you're right on that. that I, I don't think we'll see much there. Um, yep. But that's the thing. They've got enough that they don't necessarily need. To, to show it off. No, crash no out, I don't yeah. think so. That was enough. That's all they needed to show. At, uh, it was PSX, right? It was um, PSX last year where they showed that off. It wasn't even E3. Mm. It was cool. PSX in December that they showed off Last of Us 2. So I think it's been too close. You know, it, it needs to be another year at least before they'll they'll even think about having that one out mm. or, you know, showing something that will get people's hopes up and then it won't come out for another year or whatever. Um, but Death Stranding, I, I I would definitely say I think Kojima now he's you know let loose of his his Konami chains. I think he just wants to he wants to share everything with everyone. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think he's going to try and pop up whenever he can, eh, and just show some show some little crazy out of context snippets of yeah. There'll be something. Weird. There'll be something really fucking weird that no one understands. Um, yeah. Yeah, just he'll just put on like a puppet show or something, and you know, <laughs> people <will> love it. <laughs> a little like a little backlit shadow puppet player, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. and he sort of maybe he could like have some little like instrumental, like he's got a little like flute or something, and he's like, <laughs> he, I think like, really like he, all these things he does that are insane that people interpret, and then he confirms their interpretation. I think yeah. really he just does them knowing they don't mean sweet fuck all. And then when people <laughs> say, oh, it's clearly his, uh, you know, a comment on this aspect of society, he's like, yeah, all right. And then he goes home and just <laughs>, laughs at the public, being like, God, they'll buy anything. That's like, art though, right? That's art. Like they just yeah. do it and then people make up their own shit. Oh, don't start like, that yeah. topic. <laughs> Is it art if the creator intends for it to be? Does intention have to be there or purely provocative discussion and interpretation? Oh uh, yeah, th- this could be a, yeah. its own series of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so um, before we do get too far away from Naughty Dog, since it's not out yet, I think the Insane Trilogy will uh, make an appearance in their little compilation videos they do. Um, you know where they do the kind of wind down videos at the end, and yep. maybe the build people up ones at the start. I think there'll be some clips of that since it's the thirtieth of June. Oh, that's right at the end of June, is it? That's coming out. I knew yeah. it was this month, or, you know, June sometime, but I yeah. didn't realize it was right at the very end. Yeah, it's the 30th, so I think that'll uh, make a showing either directly through conversation or, um, yeah, just, you know, in those videos. Yep. Unless they do decide, yeah, they will release it early. They might pull a... It's available now. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But um, I think if that does well... I would, I would almost guarantee. I would, I would ninety percent guarantee we'll be getting a Spyro reboot trilogy thingy. Yeah, you know. yeah. If they did that, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> yeah, you'd go as apeshit as I did when the crash thing was announced. Day. Eh? Yeah, was... yeah, exactly. You were, you were bordering, borderline crying, eh? Like, I'd... oh, I was loving it. Yeah, I was loving it, man, because it was just such a 
yeah, it, it, it was that dream E3, right? It, was, it, it wasn't last E3, it was the E3 before that, where mm. everything just came, you know, Last Guardian came back and Shenmue 3 came back and Crash was announced and Parappa came. It was like, oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> i remember yeah no that was a good that was a good i do remember that e3 now at the time i was struggling to remember which one it was but it was the one when we still worked together and we were immensely frustrated when a five minute interruption came in the middle of the death stranding <laughs> yeah. announcement and we were like Aah! yes i remember it was the death stranding it the was yeah and i yeah, could yeah, still yeah. see it on my screen but without <laughs> yeah. sound and you couldn't yeah. see or hear anything you could just see my face as i was watching it. i was yeah i was looking at you just being like fuck in this stupid work meeting, I need to get back and watch this. <laughs> I need to see what this crab means. <laughs> it's important to me, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, the E3 of Dreams, that one. Hopefully they can they can live up to that this time. Uh, Spider-Man. I reckon mm. we'll see some Spider-Man. I reckon we'll get a release date for Spider-Man. Do we have a release that, date? No, we don't. I don't think we do. Uh, yeah. yeah, you might not be wrong, actually. There. Is it Sucker Punch? Yeah. It is Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. no, sorry, it's Insomniac. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I knew I always get confused, like, not between them normally, but just with Spiderman. I'm always like, yes, is Yeah, it... yeah. <laughs> it's because it was heavily rumoured that Sucker Punch were the ones that working was on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, nope. Yep, no, it's, it's Insomniac, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I think, because, I mean, that's been in the rumour mill for a couple of years now, right? So I think they, they could give us a date. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I don't think you're wrong with that one. And I think Spider-Man is actually really exciting i i i'd buy that on release day if it, if it, you know if it did well if it got good reviews and things like that i've got a mate who wants to buy a playstation 4 because spider-man's coming out on it oh wow really? yeah yeah so spider-man's a, yeah. it's a pretty is big his thing name for some people toby right? Maguire. what's that <laughs> is his name toby Maguire? does he just have <laughs> nothing else going on right now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, no, right. I think Spider-Man looks awesome, mate. Like Spider-Man Two on PlayStation Two, what a game that was! It was mm. at, at the time, what a, what an awesome game that was. It looks like shit now, like it really looks terrible. It has not aged well, but um, at the time, I so think they could fun. do some cool stuff with like an open city and like if you could perhaps yeah. like have your two alter egos. You know, if you could switch between being Spider-Man and what's his name, um, Peter Parker. Peter Parker, that's the one. You know, yep. and and you kind of really lived out that dual identity could be quite cool mm. um because what if it was a full-blown license tie-in so you could choose to be you could choose to be andrew garfield or um, <laughs> what's his name what's the guy you just quoted toby mcguire or, or the other spider-man um tom someone the new one spider-man homecoming yeah, guy tom yeah. someone yeah i remember his name that would be great um, i think i'd be toby mcguire <laughs> The worst of yeah. the Spider-Mans. <laughs> He's the one where everyone else, you know, it's Spiderman and Peter Parker, and Peter Parker's played by different characters. But with the Tobey Maguire movies, I, they are Tobey Maguire 1, 2, and 3 featuring Spiderman. Like, they're not... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is the character in those movies because mm. he's just so outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining a character select screen like um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater where you just cycle through these three actors. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Just chuck Tony Hawks in there as well. Why not? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! yeah. I'd be well keen on that. Mm. Um, God of War, or Dad of War, as it's been come to know. Mm. Uh, I reckon we'll definitely get a release date for this one. It's this will be its third E3 appearance, I think. Mm. So, I think it has to. I think it has to. When do you guys reckon this coming out? Uh, I reckon mid to late next year. Okay. I reckon March next year. March next year, yeah, okay. So, mm. End of Q1, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to figure this out. I, I think Red Dead Redemption has really thrown a spanner into this works. Um Red Dead Redemption's being delayed, sorry, till till um was it spring? Yeah, spring next year for America. Yeah. Now no one's gonna want to go around there anymore. Um Yeah, I mean unless it's unless it's Microsoft. Because like they, you know, they're obviously not going to be that worried about it because it'll be like a massive Sony thing, I would say. But yeah, I'd agree. Like Sony is going to just be have to reshuffle their their kind of first party IP release type stuff and just yeah, like, yeah figure it I, out. Guys. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take a real optimistic punt and say God of War is going to be out before the end of the year. Oh, bold, eh? I'm going to maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I could see it happening. It's, I mean, what from what we've seen, yes, we've only seen a few isolated scenes, but those isolated scenes looked finished, mm, kind if, of thing. If, so if it happens, if, if it happens this year, they yep. will play that up, and that will be the thing for Sony. Mm. And yeah. that, depending on how Microsoft go, if that, if that happened, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be well down. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got a funny feeling. Got a funny feeling about God of War. Eh? I think it's ready. I think it's ready to be uh, to come back to come back into the limelight. God of War three, man. When was that? That was like two thousand eight or something. Like yeah, eight. remastered every year ago. since. <laughs> <laughs> every year since. Yeah. Game of the year every uh, year. Spider Man as well. Let's just go back there for a second. Do you guys? Do you guys reckon that'll be within the next six months, twelve months? Uh, July, this July year. next year. This year, in a month. Yeah, July this year. <laughs> uh, that, that's even more optimistic than my bloody God of War prediction. Then I reckon Not Spider. A... Yeah, no. Let's let's double down it and go. They'll they'll be like Spider Man. Get it now. You know. Oh bollocks. <laughs> but it's uh, uh, it's your June mid June. No, because we already know what June is. All right, it's going to be July. And it's going to be the free PS4, PS Plus game for July. Oh, man. <laughs> That's just silly. Everyone would be so disappointed. And then it will turn out that it's not the Spider-Man game everyone's been waiting for. It's the Spider-Man game. And it's <laughs> totally different. I was yeah. going to bring it up, but it's, it's very weird that you keep calling it Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun. Yep. <laughs> Same as how you don't call robots robots. They're Roberts. <laughs> robots. Because then it robots. sounds like you're talking yeah. like a dude. Robert. Robert, yeah. <laughs> I just oh, think of Zoidberg from Futurama. Yeah. Robots. Um, Days Gone, the the game that sort of no one really... That's a weird, was... like, county hick zombie game, isn't it? Where it looked like yeah. you were just playing as a cross between Daryl from The Walking Dead and that dude from that Highway to Hell motorcycle game. That yeah, that, everyone... that, yeah, holy shit, I can't... That's such an obscure reference, man. I can't believe <laughs> I picked that up. <laughs> Yeah, the um, oh god, what's that game called? It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like two out of ten. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about the game. Like from what they showed off, it just looks like yeah, kill the hordes. And you know, I've played a trillion of those games. So mm. yeah, well, exactly. It, yeah, I, I think that was the kind of the big issue with that game was that like it just they didn't market it particularly well. I think of that E3 where they they um, it was just kind of like yeah, cool. He's got a motorbike and he kills zombies like. Yeah, the zombies do look particularly fucked. Like they don't just look like people who have just died and come back due to a virus. No. Every single one of them is very deformed. So they they looked. Yeah. Cut, they reminded me of the I Am Legend. Um, oh yeah, people, where they're kind of inside the zombies out. From that movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, it's got an even better ending in the um in the bonus features. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not that fussed about Days Gone. Yeah, nah, don't yeah, care. I don't really care much either. To be honest, it's yeah, eh, could be right. Move yeah. on. Uh, the final one that I have Sony and you guys need to let me know if you've got anything else is Detroit Become Human, which ah, is, is the what I'm waiting for. Quantic Dream and David Cage a sort of Blade Runner looking multi-choice, multi-narrative thingy. I'm really excited about that. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think it's going to be mid next year. Mm. It, I'd actually kind of forgotten about this game, to be totally honest. And then I... It came up in conversation today and I was like, oh, I'm going to check that yeah. trailer out again. And then yeah. I remember watching this trailer and being a little bit confused by it, I think, when it first mm. came out. And that I was like, okay, cool. You're an android. You're talking down an android. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'm starting this whole thing again. What's happening? And then I was just kind of like, and it was over. And then I had to watch it another couple of times to be like, oh, so it's like multiple endings and stuff. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but it, yeah, it, it looks cool. But I feel like... I'd want actiony bits. Like I wouldn't want it all to just be like. Oh, there'll be as much action as you want in quick time events. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I'm not yeah. like. Yeah, it'd be nice to. And actually you can have replay some, them with multiple parts. Yeah. <laughs> to have some hands-on action would be great. But I, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it'll be cool because it's a Detroit is a really interesting setting, especially nowadays because that city mm. is just this weird abandoned ghost town, but it's like this monster city. Um. And also just, yeah, the idea of AIs and Blade Runner and, you know, what is what is sentient, what is consciousness, all that sort of stuff is really, really interesting to me all the time. So I'm, I'm well down for this game. Mm. David Cage Even is it has the David reason. Cage's weird human interactions. But, I mean, his, his weird human interactions translate perfectly into a game about Android. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> so he's just in his element with this one. Um, but, yeah, yeah I think they'll definitely is it, show. Is it, is it the game itself, Abe, or is it the ideas that it's exploring that you get too excited uh it's definitely the ideas more than anything but i i've had a blast with heavy rain and from what i played of fahrenheit as well sure so heavy rain was you know a lot of it i was laughing at it to be honest (laughs) (laughs) but um (laughs) i still had a really good time with that game and and it thought it did some some pretty interesting stuff so yeah no I'm, i'm definitely down for detroit i'll be I'll be well keen to follow that one, and I think they'll sh- at least show off something to do with it. Probably some actual gameplay this time. Mm. I think they just showed a sort of sizzle reel last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. But that's all for Sony, unless you guys can think of anything else. Um, I think we'll get a little bit of Red Dead Redemption in, in Sony. You reckon? Yeah, just, just, a, just a smattering. Um, I don't know, maybe another trailer. Trailer would be cool. Um, I feel like we've been spoiled with those screenshots. <coughs> you reckon? Yeah, like mm. it, it feels like, like I'm fine. Like I'm fine where I am at the moment. I don't need any more because that, that's just tided, tided me over. They're like, oh, it's yeah. delayed. But I was like, not maybe, that surprised. It's yeah. Rockstar. It's always delayed. Um, yeah, totally. Well, maybe that's that. Yeah, I think you're probably right, actually, there now that I sort of dwell on it. They, they'd kind of be putting it in our faces a little bit, I think. And yeah. it's probably not Rockstar style. So No, yeah, no. I think, I think they're going to go go quiet for at least a wee while and then just do their own thing. Um Rockstar, but yeah, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be well keen if they, you know, I'd, I'd love for them to show something, but I'm, I'm just not holding out hope for that one, unfortunately. Uh, but anything else you guys can think of, Balthazar? 
watching the trending stuff because really it's all I ever see anymore on my PlayStation. When I'm scrolling across to Netflix, I see the what's new and it's got, you know, what's trending and stuff like that. Yeah. There is a chance that there may be, considering it's like either the day of or one or two days before release, uh, there may be some Stormblood stuff at the Sony conference, um, the new Final Fantasy fourteen expansion, because Final Fantasy fourteen is always trending on PS4. I don't know why. And also it's only started in like the last month or so. Always trending. So it's possible that their marketing people may have caught onto that and been like, here's this thing coming out only on, you know, PC and PS4. PS4 is the only console getting it. Maybe we should let Square do some shit. Since Square don't have their own thing anymore, so if they do have something to talk about, they have to slot it into someone else's. If they they are going to talk, it would make sense that they talk at the Sony one. Get a little, like, Square show where they might Mm. have some, uh, maybe a little bit more 7 remake stuff and some... yeah. You know, yeah, that 14 as well. Stuff, yeah, mm. that makes sense. And because oh the, yeah, seven remake. That, and the do you guys 12, remember that shot? The twelve remake is soon as well, isn't it? That it comes out. Twelve remake. Uh, or the re the PS4 re-release, I guess. Oh right, sure. Uh, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon Square will do something with Sony this yep. year. There's enough coming out soon from them slash in the works that people want to know about. That I think they'll make an appearance with Sony. The Final Fantasy VII remake has to, something has to be shown. That has, that didn't show up at the last E3. No. Mm, yeah, there'll be something there. Maybe, yeah, maybe like another uh, like a trailer or something. Mm. I'm all about yeah. the trailers this year. If I can yeah. get some trailers, I'll be happy. <laughs> Trailer me up. I need need some I need some gameplay so I know I'm not being lied to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that'll probably be about it for Sony. Um, okay. Mm. Well, the last one we have, which there's not going to be a huge amount to talk about, or Balthazar, you probably probably have a few things. Uh, Nintendo, which obviously they don't do their own conference anymore. They do their live treehouse or whatever they call it. Is it the treehouse or is that something else? No, it is the treehouse. Yeah. It is the treehouse, yeah. So they do their live um, treehouse stream thingy. Uh, I like parts of it, but when you start the conference off with two or three hours of pokemon sun and moon just watching people play it on 3ds not particularly interesting like uh, yeah it's a great game not a it's not conducive to like (laughs) outside entertainments but um yeah i don't know if uh, it was an okay game yeah i it's the first pokemon game ever that i've not finished oh really really? i didn't finish moon no interesting I kind of I enjoyed what I played of it, and I didn't stop playing because it was bad or anything. It's one of those things where I didn't play a few nights in a row. Um, kind of just things came up, and I didn't play them. And then I never ended up going back to finish it, and I've never had even like this is the second time recently that it's come up in conversation. Um, the last time was when it came up in a conversation where someone else said it first, and I was like, oh yeah, no, actually I never finished it either. And there were like three of us in the conversation who had not finished sun or moon respectively yeah, whichever I didn't, we I didn't finish it. yeah mm. yeah i did something about it that like no one i know has finished it mm. not a bad game at all just nobody actually finished it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really I think weird it's just like it's just more of the same mm. you know yeah um, i know that were... feeling you get your fill and then you're, you're done with it yeah. i tell you what i would have finished it if this if it didn't release until now and it released on the switch because one of the things that really bugged me was the number of four player battles that were in it like where you've got two out and they've got two out and yeah. every time there were four Pokemon on screen. I mean, I've got a new 3DS, like the ones with the beefed up CPUs or whatever, would still have frame issues when there were four Pokemon on the oh, screen. Oh, really? Once. It would drop to like 10 FPS or something. That wouldn't happen <laughs> on the Switch, so I would yeah. 
I would have played through it on that because my one gripe that I had with it wouldn't have existed. So I probably would have kept going, mm-hmm. powered through. Plus, I would have just wanted to play the Switch. Like now, I'll buy any old shit they release. Yeah. So I just want to play my Switch more. I'm picking up <laughs> Disgaea 5 on Friday because it's a JRPG with intense grinding. So that's like 60 hours of play on my Switch. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Intense yeah. <laughs> grinding. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, what what else, Balthazar? What are you what are you hoping? You're just more Switch content. Well, both of you guys are going to switch, so more Switch mm. content, right? Hoping for more. I mean, no doubt they're going to do some arms stuff, and they're going to do some oh like Platoon Two stuff. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, I just chucked on the dock. I reckon they they'll have another shitty Apple exclusive mobile thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they'll chuck something out there. I mean, what have they got so far? They've got Mario and they've got Fire Emblem, so there's probably something oh, else. It'll be Zelda, man. They're riding that Zelda train hard yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zelda, something that uses the motion tracking on the phone or the shaking or something to yeah fucking shoot apples out of a tree or oh, yeah I don't know. yeah just have run. it'll just be mario run, but with Zelda. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even he's not even known for running like yeah just zelda zelda swing you know mm. <laughs> um yeah i don't know because it's 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 kind of a weird thing like they can't make big grandiose sort of uh announcements because they don't have a conference to do them in like mm. the announcement yeah. is literally you notice they're playing something that you haven't seen before and you're like what's that yeah oh, oh. a new metroid fuck yes like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 oh shit like their yeah. announcements aren't announcements you just happen to see they're playing something and then you want to see what it is so you look up after e3's <laughs> over you look up yeah, the yeah. nintendo treehouse to see the videos of what they were doing and go to the start of it see where they say what it is and you're like oh that's cool i'm down yeah. for that oh shit it's a new yoshi yeah know? yeah and they have this some wonderful video where they go up behind someone and you're like oh that's like an 80 year old woman and it turns around it's like shikaro miyamoto and then he gives a big shit and does like yeah. a thumbs up and <laughs> you know, it's all wonderful yeah i do love nintendo's just ridiculous grasp of human interaction that's the thing about nintendo time, yeah. like i have no idea what to expect yeah like yeah i know yeah. i want more stuff to play on my switch but i don't know what mm. that will be you know, anything like I said, I'll buy any old shit right now. I just love playing it. Like everything feel I'll I'll play something that I didn't like <laughs> again on the shit. Switch because it will be more enjoyable on the Switch because I'm just getting to use my Switch. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, like if it came out at launch, I would have bought fucking Skyrim on it. Because really? it would have been something to play on it more beyond <laughs> like what I'd already finished. So playing. you'd be you'd be playing Skyrim. Fuck well, off. probably not still playing it, but, like, <laughs> I would have given it a good 45 minutes. Yeah. If the Crew 2 came out on Switch at that time, Balthazar, would you have bought it? Could I get out of my car and go into my house and play another game? No. Then, yeah, yeah, probably, <laughs> actually. Uh, I would have bought it. I would have bought it. If it released when the Switch released, I would have bought the Crew 2. Hmm. I never thought I'd hear those words escape your mouth. Yeah, I think it's just like you want to, once you've got a Switch, you want to just have everything that is out on the Switch. You just want to keep playing it. Mm. Like, yeah. I bought all the metal slugs on it. Don't regret because they're great games anyway. Mm. But, yeah. you know, if they, re- like, while they're great games, if they released on the PSN store, I wouldn't have bought them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bring it on, Nintendo. Just bring out more shit and mm. the will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, Mario Odyssey, they'll definitely have something from that, right? Yeah. They'll probably have a bunch of people playing that game, yeah. I reckon. And then, yeah, they'll just talk about it and then people will buy it. 
<laughs> That's how it works on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, give me Donkey Kong, give me Super Mario Odyssey, both before the end of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll go and grab a Switch, Nintendo. Yeah. Hear me now. Nice. That's it for um, Nintendo, I, I think. Metroid, like, yeah. You mentioned Metroid. I don't think nah, there's nothing. a huge amount of hope. Nah. <laughs> I, I, it's one of my... Potentially my favourite Nintendo IP. Um, and yeah, just... But I have no hope for it <laughs> having a good new game coming out. I mean, even if there's a shit one coming out, yeah, if it's on Switch, I'll buy it. But I don't think there's anything coming out for Metroid anytime soon. They've released a, poor, uh, a couple of, like, botched metroid games recently so i think they're having a serious yeah. think about what direction they want to take that franchise in now that weird metroid like bobblehead game that they released and made everyone angry <laughs> yeah they should they should do a monster hunter on switch oh i think they are i think i remember oh, actually really? yeah i had a chat with a friend recently um and what did he mention it was two things i i actually know the other one was fire emblem which you knew but yeah monster hunter as well coming yeah. to switch cool um possibly speculation i didn't question his sources or anything i was just like that's cool <laughs> yeah, we... yeah that would be great yeah. yeah but no he's the way he said it led me to believe there had been some leak or some news somewhere that a monster hunter game was either being ported or made for the switch sure yeah cool down with that mm. Mm. all right well is there anything else nintendo you guys can think of yeah, nah. People so, playing oh, games. Smash Bros. Smash Bros. for Switch. Oh That's yeah, I would love for them to. Uh, yeah, if they announce that. Yeah, even though I again, it's oh, well, same as Mario Kart. I I bought it and all the DLC on Wii U, but okay, I get it again for the 1080p bump. Yeah, 1080p. <laughs> 60 what, what was that Smash Bros. called? Was that called Smash Bros. Wii U? Yeah, it was just called like Super Smash Bros. Five or something. Well, oh, did it not have Wii U in the title? It probably did as well, but I believe it was finally another one with a number. Oh, another one. Finally one with a number in it. Oh, I okay. might be wrong. Yeah, instead of melee know. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, brawl and, yeah. Yeah, I reckon there'll definitely be a Smash Bros. That's That's got to be that's gotta be there. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably about it for Nintendo, really. You guys mm. think of anything else? Mm, maybe, no. No, nothing else. No? <laughs> no? Lots of people sitting in a room playing games, yeah. and we'll just we'll just. Oh, have to I reckon work. just because you said they started the last one with that sun and moon shite. I reckon they'll do it again this time, but with stars. The do you reckon is stars legit confirmed? I believe so. Yeah. Either that, or I heard it somewhere once a couple of months ago, and have said it's confirmed like ten times since. Then. <laughs> I could be the perpetrator of the stars rumor. I could also be the perpetrator of the rumor that it's getting like early, like what do you call it? initial release exclusivity on switch before it also comes out on 3ds um, oh yeah i also heard that somewhere uh, way back when at the same time as i heard that stars was the combined game and have said it as law since then so again i'm the perpetrator of it sure. if it is a rumor it's happening um, <laughs> i'm gonna take your word on that yeah. and just assume that it's that it's gonna happen yeah um but no i reckon if i reckon yeah sure why not chuck it in there stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> confirm it for me nintendo yeah and of course, that Mario Rabbids, Raving oh. Rabbids crossover weird thing that's coming. Where Mario that no has Samus's for. gun. That's the closest thing I'm going to get to a Metroid game this year. Mario with Samus's gun on his arm in the Rabbids <laughs> game. <laughs> it's just bizarre. I, I, Ubisoft and Nintendo together at last. What a strange, very strange pairing. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. That's about it for our E3 kind of predictions, kind of just shit talk and, you know, move from topic to topic. Uh, no particular order. 
show. Um, we'll be back probably a couple of days after E3 finishes, I imagine, for the next uh, the next cast is, is scheduled. Mm. So we'll I guess we'll have an E3 reactions style podcast at that point. Yeah, with us just going whoa and ha yeah. and wah, you know, making noises <laughs> like that. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, look out for that one. And until then, you can find us YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, everything forward slash Overcast Gamer. That's where we live, except Twitch, which is Overcast Gamer New Zealand, because someone already has Overcast Gamer because they're a dick. Um, but yeah, that's where we're able to be found. And we try and live stream every Friday night. Uh, we did a Prey live stream, which was really good until Prey hard crashed. Um, and but it was still really fun. So look out for those live streams uh, every every Friday. We try to do them. We'll put an announcement on Facebook or Twitter when we're going to go live and uh, come and join us for those because they're a bunch of fun. And until then, parting words, guys. Good night and thank you from Radio New Zealand. <laughs> Slight ding. It is, it is late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those are my just, parting words. What yeah. are you doing? Still recording? Go to bed. Yeah. Let's go home. <laughs> Play some games. All right, <laughs> that's the end. That's <laughs> where I'm gonna end it. <laughs>